Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. Hello, and welcome to episode 28 of the Travel Tidbits podcast. I'm Ashley Hun, one of the travel agents for Pineapple Escapes. This week, Taylor and I will be reviewing our recent trip to Las Vegas and discussing the things you should absolutely see and do when you're in town. So we're going to start off at the core, what this episode is about, and that is all things Las Vegas. Before our trip, each of us had some experiences with Vegas. We did a an agent trip together. So there was five of us and most of us had been before, but we did have a different experience with a group of travel agents. I had been there several times with my husband over the last several years, and we've stayed at several of the resorts in Las Vegas, the Venetian, Mandalay Bay, the Mirage, MGM Grand, the new Park MGM, and the Link. Taylor, where have you stayed when you've been to Vegas? So I've gone like intermittently. I usually go for like two or three days. <laughs> I tend to stay in the more economical resorts. Um, I've stayed as far down as the Luxor. I've stayed at Excalibur, I think twice. New York, New York a few times, which is actually one of my favorites. And then I've also stayed at the mm-hmm. Link, which is right in the middle. Right. I really like the location for the Link. Mm-hmm. So when we were there with our agent friends on on our last trip, we stayed at the Bellagio, which is somewhere I had always wanted to stay. It is more of a high-end resort. So if you maybe have a bigger budget, the Bellagio is a nice spot. It is very centrally located on the Strip. So it's a great place to stay and kind of have access to both ends of the Strip. What did you think about the Bellagio when we stayed there, Taylor? Yeah, so I've only walked through it. I loved it. I thought the rooms were a lot larger than any of the other ones that I've stayed at. The bathrooms were super nice. I thought that like the stand-up shower and the separate tub and like that was really nice. I don't know. It just felt like it was like more spacious. It felt definitely more high-end than than what I've been used to. And it was kind of nice walking out of the resort and like being right there in the middle of everything. So it was really easy to get to wherever we were going. Yes, I, I do like the location there. And of course, the fountains at the Bellagio to be able to see those when you're walking in or walking out or just hitting those at the right time. It's a great view. So we also enjoyed staying there too. So speaking of resorts, let's talk about our favorites that we both mentioned that we've stayed at several in our visits. So let's say a favorite, maybe on the higher end, mid-range, and the lower end of the budget spectrum, just to kind of give people an idea. Um, I have not personally stayed at the Cosmo, but for my high-end pick, I'm going to choose the Cosmopolitan. I think it is also in a great spot, basically right next to the Bellagio, but it just 
is really cool. It's the high rise. It also has the balconies for the rooms. Just inside, it's gorgeous with the chandeliers. And that is going to be where I want to stay <laughs> the next time. So if you have a higher end budget, I vote for Cosmo. My next one for the mid range, I'm going to go with probably MGM Grand. There are several that I like in this category. The MGM Grand is a little bit further down the strip. It's more on one end, but it still is near a lot of the ones that you'd mentioned that you'd stayed at before. So I still think it's in a good location. You can visit a lot and get to a lot from that area. It's near the M&M store. It's where my family stayed when we went to Vegas in the fall. And so for the kids, it was a great location right across the street from New York, New York, which I think is a great family resort. Anyway, so and it's also really large, has a great pool area, a lot of restaurant options. So I'm going to go with that one for my mid-range. And then for my lower end budget, although this all also varies depending on the time. I'm going to, I'm going to stick with the link probably. It can also kind of maybe be more mid range, just depending on the pricing that you get. And one I did want to mention that I have not also stayed at, but is a brand new resort downtown is the Circa hotel that we visited when we were there that has the new stadium swim and the largest sports book in the world. And that is right downtown off Fremont Street. So that may be somebody wants to stay downtown. That might be their best bet. What are your favorite resorts, Taylor? I guess for high end budget. And again, the, like, like you said, the, the price will vary based off the season, but yep. I feel like it's a tie between the Venetian and the Mirage. I've never stayed at either of those, but just based off of like location and pictures. The Venetian, those rooms look mm-hmm. like really spacious because you get like that extra little living room space. In yes. Those. Yes. And then the Mirage. I agree. Room, I think the Mirage is just like, it's clean. It's, it, it gives you more of like that tropical feel, which I really like when I, I, I like the theming mm-hmm. with that one. And the rooms also seem like pretty spacious for mid range budget. I put the link for that one. I guess I consider that one mid-range because it's like middle of the strip. So it's like you can stay there on like a budget without and like kind of be in the middle of everything. Breaking the bank. Yeah. I also like love Mm -hmm. they have a hash house of go-go there, which is I love that place. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Yeah. I I just think I like the link promenade there, too, because it's that one's fun. Mm -hmm. And then I think for like my. I agree. Like lower budget ones. That one's also a tie between Luxor and New York, New York. I stayed at both of those. I like Luxor because it's kind of a little bit farther down from the strip. So you're not like hearing a lot inside of the hotel rooms. So you're kind of like distanced more. Mm-hmm. And like some of the rooms, they're, they're called pyramid rooms. So they have like the slanted walls, which are really cool. Yeah, I have never stayed there, but yeah, they're really cool. Don't even think it's that much more to stay in one of those. And then New York, New York, that one, like, like you were saying, it's like a very family friendly one. I've actually stayed there with my family twice. And when we were walking through there, like 
I really like the theming of the lobby itself because it mm-hmm. got, like the cobbles or the I guess the brick walkways and then more of like the city like downtown New York vibe. But those rooms are still pretty spacious and you don't get a lot of like the smoking feeling when when you're in that one. So it's it's a lot cleaner than some of them. Yeah, I also like New York, New York for families. Just like you said, the theming, it's like you're in New York City, walking through there, the restaurants. Mm-hmm. They also have the Hershey store is on the outside, several other little stores, oh, yeah. Shake Shack, a lot of little places. And it's right next to Park MGM there, right on the side. And the T-Mobile Arena is back there. So it's a good location oh, if yeah. you want to go to, uh, what is it, the Knights Games? The uh, hockey team. Oh, and New York, New York, of course, has the coaster and a huge arcade. Kids, all of that. Okay, so we were just talking about food a little bit. New York, New York has a great pizza place inside. But for my favorite, we're going to transition from resorts to food now. One of my most recent favorites is Nacho Daddy. I love Mexican. So anywhere that I can find a good Mexican spot, I'm going to try that out. So uh, I think it was a couple of visits ago. My husband and I went and that was our first visit to Nacho Daddy. And then this last time when we were all there, he went back and tried the scorpion shot, which is what they're famous for. I did not do that. Oh, gosh. Anyway, we got a photo. It was exciting. They rang the bell, a whole nine yards. But I love nachos. I love Mexican food. So that is one of my favorites. There's also, we went to the one off the strip near Planet Hollywood, but they also have a location downtown off near Fremont Street. It's a much smaller setup there, but we ate at both and both were great. What was your favorite restaurant or one of your favorites that you've had? I really liked the Monami Gabby inside of, I guess it's, yeah, it's inside of the Paris resort Mm -hmm. they have like this cute little outdoor seating area and it's right across from the bellagio so if you play your cards right and you get out there at a decent time you you can see the fountains i loved their food i thought Mm -hmm. it was like really good food their french bread was really good too with like that like carrot dip um (laughs) i really liked that I like well, the I bread. Really like I I'm not a. I think that was a nicer, a great like date night. That's a really great location, like you said. And if you get the outside seating, even better. You can people watch all day, night long. Yeah, there's so many great restaurants in Vegas. That's really one of the things that I love about it. Is every time we go, just trying new things. My husband always liked. With COVID, it's kind of a different thing now with the buffets but he always liked to go to the buffets and basically just eat as much as he could so that those were always really popular (laughs) but there's just so many great restaurants there all kinds of you know famous chefs gordon ramsay Ramsay. hell's kitchen (laughs) yeah (laughs) there's a ton so if you go to vegas you will not go hungry i can guarantee that All right, so we've covered a few food places of our favorites. Nighttime activities. There are a lot of nighttime activities in Vegas. One of my favorites 
are the shows in Vegas. Uh, when we were just there on our last trip, obviously shows were just starting to reopen back up after COVID. Yeah. So uh, we were able to see, my husband and I went and saw Jabberwockies, which is a, a dance show that was cool. And some of the magic shows had reopened. But my favorite shows in Vegas are the Cirque du Soleil shows. And those mm-hmm. have not reopened yet. And I cannot wait for the day that that happens. But just when I'm there, I love to go at night and see the shows. We've seen Michael Jackson one and the Beatles love at the Mirage. Probably my all-time favorite. And there's just so many. And there's family-friendly shows. There's even, you know, Thunder Down Under for your girls' night, which, you know, I will say that we had a great time on our girls' night when we were there. It was a fun experience. (laughs) (laughs) Something that we will never, never forget. No, I mean, I would recommend it. But shows, yes, are, I think, one of the best things about Vegas. What is your favorite nighttime activity or one of your favorites? I think that the shows are really great. They're all really high quality shows, which mm-hmm. is really awesome because you're actually getting what you're what you're paying for. I'm super excited to see everything kind of opening back up again. I I personally love the magic shows. Those mm-hmm. are at the top of my list. But my David other, Copperfield. My, David Copperfield, he's still on my uh my bucket list. I haven't gotten to see him yet. Okay. Yes. We saw him a um, few years ago. Yep. Weren't you guys in the show? Or did, didn't you get, like, called up? My husband was chosen to go participate in the disappearing act, but he came back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was fun. That was fun. So many good ones. So many good ones. Yeah. But I guess outside of, like, the shows, I actually really liked going to Fremont Street. When, when we went last month, that was, like, my first time really venturing off the strip. It was, like, a uh, very... Yes. Yeah, it was a very different experience from the strip, but like still really <laughs> fun. There's lots of lights, mm-hmm. lots of performers, lots of great food. I liked the energy down there. It's definitely gonna be something for like twenty one up people to do at nighttime, mm-hmm. but that's fun to do one night. I also really liked doing the high roller. But if if you do that, you definitely wanna go at nighttime because I, I don't know, Ashley, did you feel like we could see a lot more and it was more fun, I guess, at night. I have done it in the day and night. I've actually, I mean, I would say that my prime time for doing it is kind of right around sunset. Then you go mm-hmm. up as the sun is setting. So you're kind of still seeing the mountains in the you know distance, you know, and if it's a nice sunset. And then by the time, you know, you've made your full circle, it's a 30 minute basically. 30 minute rotation while you're up there then you see the lights when it gets dark i just think that's the coolest because you're kind of seeing the best of both worlds that way but it is so i mean vegas is all about the lights so it's great to do at night it's cool to do during the day too because you see the scenery with the mountains and everything but my number one time is hitting it right at sunset so then you get to see the lights too but it's also a good late night thing so yeah yeah both of those And Fremont Street is also, like you said, a really fun, definitely different experience. I think people should not miss. But yeah, probably if you're going to take the kids, we took the family. We went during the day, a little bit less (laughs) crazy. 
they had fun, enjoyed it, watching the street performers and stuff like that. Definitely another good one. All right. So like we said, daytime activity. Really, one of my favorite things to do is to just walk up and down the strip. If you have never been before, it is really cool to just go into the different resorts and casinos and kind of explore. There's so many different ones. It's really neat to see that even you do not have to be a gambler. I think that that's a misconception people have that Vegas is just for that. But there's so much more to see and do there. Yeah. So I love to just do that walking up and down the strip. But probably my favorite daytime activity in the Vegas area are off strip. And that is Red Rocks and the Valley of Fire. So I've done both of those a couple of times with family and friends. And it's just to get out. And I mean, I'm not a huge hiker, but to be outdoors and it's just beautiful scenery to do hiking yeah. at Red Rock Canyon or Valley of Fire. The kit, when our family went, we took a day trip to the Grand Canyon, which is obviously further away and a, and a bigger deal. But there are a lot of things, outdoors type things to do that you can see with your family or yeah. So I would say that walking and visiting the What's the word I'm missing here? The outdoor monuments. Scenery monuments. Yeah. They're <laughs> monuments, but just the, the scenic activities. Also, I've done a hot air balloon ride, and that was a really cool thing. So there's just a, a lot of different options. Your favorite daytime activity, Taylor, what would that be? Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned, like, the scenic stuff, because I've actually, like, never mm-hmm. done any of the outdoor stuff. I've I usually drive to Vegas because I'm in Colorado and it's like less than 12 hours. So driving in, it's always really pretty. But then once I'm there, I, mm-hmm. I tend just to stay, stay in, strip, but town. Yeah, next time I yep. have to try like one of those like ATV tours or helicopter tours or something. Yeah. My you definitely daytime. put that on your yeah. list. I'm trying to think daytime activity. I really liked when we went, I mean, this was the first time I think for both of us when we got to go to the Las Vegas sign. I thought that was really cool. Yes. I didn't realize that that was as touristy of a thing as it was. We actually waited in (laughs) line, what, like 30 minutes to get our picture taken. But it was fun. It was so worth it. There was this cute little guy up there and he was taking pictures for people. It was really sweet. And I mean, you can go at nighttime too. It's a lit up sign, but I found that the quality of the pictures, because because we went both, we we went it uh, during the day and during night. I felt like the quality of the pictures were better during the mm-hmm. day, and you could kind of see the the background of Mandalay Bay during the day in the pictures. But also walking up and down the strip, yeah, I, I agree. I love just walking through all of the hotels and the the flamingo is one of my favorites to walk through because you can walk through the little flamingo habitat there. Yes, the Flamingo is also a great kind of a more on the budget resort. And it is, it's an older hotel, but it's in a really great location right next to the Link Promenade that you had talked about before. So that's another one that, you know, if you're looking to stay on a budget, but you want to be on the strip in a good location, um, the Flamingo. And like you said, they have the actual Flamingo habitat. When they had their buffet mm-hmm. open, that restaurant looks out onto that. So you oh, can that see fun. them while you're eating. Yeah, it's 
that's a neat one too. Okay, so kind of along those lines, talking about the link promenade, that's a great spot. At the end of the link promenade is where the high roller is located. So that's a really fun, I think, thing for anyone to do. Singles, couples, families. My family did the high roller. My kids all love that. One other thing that we did that was at the link promenade was the zip line there, the fly link zip line. There's also That's a zip line down on Fremont Street. We, You and I tried to do that. <laughs> it was kind of a long <laughs> line that night. So if you do want to do the zip lines, it's a good idea to remember to get your tickets in advance. You can also get your high roller tickets in advance. They have kiosks actually out on the promenade and you can purchase through those. But my kids did the fly link zip line, my three kids. And it just, from one end of the promenade down to where the high roller ends is where it stops. So they loved doing that. So that's a family fun thing. Also, we talked about New York, New York being very family friendly. They have the Big Apple Coaster there, the roller coaster that my kids also enjoyed. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we went to the Strat when we were there, which formerly known as the Stratosphere. They have the Sky Pod up at the top, which is, you know, the area you can go out and see the city. I believe that that is the highest point in Vegas, higher than the High Roller or even the Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower on the Strip, not the real Eiffel Tower. <laughs> but my kids also enjoyed that. And at the top of the Strat, They also have rides up there. There are currently three different rides. I'm not sure the name of them all. One is kind of a Superman type that shoots you straight up. Another one is like a a one little coaster that just goes right off the edge of the building. And the third ride is like a claw that hangs out over the side and spins around. So... Not really my cup of tea, but my kids enjoyed the ride. And you can buy one ride pass. You can buy, you know, get like a three ride pass and do all of them. But if you like thrill rides, then that is probably a must do when you're there. It's up at the top. I am not sure how many stories the Strat is, but it, like I said, it's the highest point in Vegas. And if you like rides, scary ones. (laughs) not scary but you know the thrill like oh you can also thrill seekers jump over the edge what is it it's not a bungee it's like a it's almost we'll just call it a bungee jump but you can yeah you hook yourself up and then you just go off the side yeah so i feel like that kind of thing too but there's just a lot of family friendly things so those were just some of the things that we did What did you like that we did that you think would be great for families? I really liked going through the secret garden and the dolphin habitat. Mm -hmm. It's tucked away back behind the mirage. Like you wouldn't even know that it's there, but you go out to like the pool area and we watched like this cute little dolphin show. They did some cool tricks. It was like 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then back behind the, the dolphin habitat is, is the Siegfried and Royd. Yes, the tiger. Tigers, yeah. The secret tiger garden, the secret garden. Yeah, that was really cool. And I I mean, I felt like it was worth it. Like we were in there for probably like 45 minutes to an hour that day. Just kind of wandering around. Yep. And uh, I think that that like, is 
Yeah, and they, they take like your picture and stuff. So it's like a fun group or family activity. I think another fun, fun family activity is, I guess the, the, um, Venetian, cause they have the gondolas. That, that was fun. You can either do yes. inside or outside, but they have somebody that serenades you and it's just a fun little, quick little boat ride. But I think you can fit, how, how many was it? Four, four to a gondola? Four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that would be a fun, smaller family outing. Yeah, we also did the gondola, gondola ride when I was there with my family. The boys were not as interested, but my teenage daughters and I <laughs> went. We did the indoor ride. And then when we were there with our agent group, we did the outdoor ride. And both were, both were nice. I actually preferred the indoor ride. I think it's really cool to see as you're going through the Venetian, just the artwork and the the, they have uh, the cool ceilings ceiling. inside. Yeah, I think that that's really cool to see. So that would be my recommendation to to do the inside gondola ride. But yes, all great things. And that's one thing that just made me think of when my when I was there with my girls. They pointed out to me, and I had never really thought about it, how each there were several different resorts that kind of represented a different country or a different city and I just I mean I I think it's pretty obvious but I guess I just never really thought about it the Venetian obviously you're getting you know Venice with the gondolas and how they have it all designed across the street at Caesar's Palace it's you know like Rome basically Mm -hmm. when you're walking through and on the outside Mm -hmm. and then as you as you kind of move down the strip Yep, Paris with the Eiffel Tower. And then like we already mentioned, New York, New York is, you know, set up like New York City. So they're not all, you know, set up that way. But there are several that my girls were kind of like, well, I've never been to Rome or Paris or Italy, but it's kind of like I've had a little bit of an experience in each of those places just coming to Vegas. So I think that's a really cool thing, especially during COVID times and no one could travel outside of the country, but we were able to go to Vegas and see little bits of other countries. So that was neat to do. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's cool. I just think Vegas, like I said, it's a great place to go. You can a lot of times find great deals, great flights. There's so much to see and do, even, you know, whether you stay on the strip, whether you venture out. Like I mentioned to some of the areas, we didn't even talk about Hoover Dam is another popular spot that people like to to see. That would be a good family activity that's only about 30 minutes outside of Vegas. You can run a car, you can do tours. So we talked about the restaurants. There's a ton of great shopping. We didn't even really get into that when we were trying to see all of the things. Um, you can get married in Vegas. We did take half a day and go visit some of the Vegas chapels. So that was a fun yeah, chapels in all of the resorts. And then also right off mm-hmm. the strip, there's just chapel, 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 chapel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not a shortage of those. So, and then you can have your wedding and your honeymoon all in one spot, go to some shows. Oh, and that's another thing. I mean, they are still, as we kind of ventured off, we could see a lot of the work they were doing 
kind of after you left the strip on down toward downtown, putting up some new hotels, doing some road construction. And I, I think it was the, oh, I don't remember the name of the one that was going up, but I know it's going to be opening soon. And oh, they're going to have a residency. World. Resort World, yes. So that will be a residency. And I think Luke Bryan is going to have some concerts there. And Carrie Underwood, I believe, is the other a couple of country artists. So that's another thing. You have the shows, but you also have a lot of great artists that go out and do residencies in Vegas. I saw Britney Spears when she was there a few years ago. I'm also wanting to see Kelly Clarkson when she comes back. And Ooh. Boys to Men at the Mirage is another one on my on my bucket list that I want to see. So there's just, I mean, we could keep talking forever, but we're going to kind of try to wrap so it up now here. There. <laughs> yes, it, there really is. I just really think it's, that's why we keep going back. But we're going to talk about our crushed it, our travel favorite of the week. We talked about that in Vegas. It's really, you do a lot of walking, first of all. So it's really nice to have a small crossbody bag to carry all of your, you know, essentials as you're kind of walking around. Taylor picked out the camo crossbody bag that we will link to in our show notes. Taylor, what do you like about the crossbody bag that you picked as our travel favorite? I think it's super versatile. It fits like a backpack almost. Like it's not sitting over your shoulder. So it's really easy to carry around. I give it 4.5 pineapple rings out of five mostly for its size. So it's not going to be as large as like a regular purse or backpack, but it's perfect to just carry around like sunscreen, wallet, phone, and any of those like things that you need on you while you're going up and down the strip. It's also really nice because you can connect it to your body. So it's, it's a lot harder for somebody to take it off of you or to open it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's like perfect for walking up and down the strip. Yeah, I agree. I think that that is a must-have. Okay, well, thank you, Taylor, for chatting with me today about all things Vegas. And thank you all for listening today. You can find all of our Pineapple Escapes agents on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com. Our site includes a link to all of our Travel Tidbits episodes, plus information about each of our agents and links for our social media. We would love to have you join our community. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.